Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing Umbaku, and I'm your host, Fred. And I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. How's it going, everybody? I am feeling very good. I just ate a shepherd's pie, and it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. How are you doing, Brad? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I almost forgot that I'm the second person to say something. I, I do I always go in and or, I guess I do. How are you doing? No, I mean Steven? like when we say our names, oh. Fred. Oh, that oh, if I okay. don't jump in, it's going to be a big pause, and I almost forgot. <laughs> you also do traditionally ask Brad how he's doing first. It, it part of the reason why is that in Discord it has them. Uh, I I don't know. I think they're in alphabetical order, and Brad's username is the first one in in alphabetical order. So I just see that one first when I look up. Yeah. How it, are you doing, Steven? He's he's also first in alphabetical order by our it's, first name. It's Brad and then Brandon and then Steven. Alphabetical order. Actually, yep. it is. That's correct. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we're not. We're. St- Still not sure, everybody, why we have uh, Fred in charge. We're taking applications. Just yeah, I should not be the person in charge. I'm just a, a hot mess of a person. Speaking of which, how are you feeling today, Stephen? Oh wow! Now I get to be the hot mess. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. I just got done with a um, a learning game with one of our uh, growing members of our gaming community for marvel crisis protocol it's, so, it sounds like you've been putting in the work uh doing a lot of learning games trying to expand the the community yeah well this is um i think my third one in a row so um but i gave them the choice i said i got they were playing web warriors i was playing and i said i could play this this and this and they're like well i don't know about midnight suns let's let's play that and i'm like are you sure but, <laughs> But do you want to double check that? <laughs> but uh, I, I, I reiterated uh, Jake's the person's name. Um, he ran Web Warriors with uh, Venom, Loki with a Mind Stone, Miles, Gwen, and Peter Parker, Spider Man, Four Threat, Peter Parker. Okay. So, okay. but it was a learning experience, and I said the one thing Web Warriors does not do good against our midnight suns in convocation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are the two factions that really screw them up. So, but, um, you don't get to reroll your defense dice. Yeah, exactly. Or a lot of them. Yeah. Right. So no, but he got Loki's train rolling a little bit doing the, I am a God and, you know, darting out of the way, so on and so forth. But, um, I, I was running Immortal Hulk, Blade, Strange, and Wong. So, I mean, you know, just to show show him, you know, some things to be aware of and all that good stuff. So, But he was like, yeah, um, I'm really good at this scenario. And he pulled out hammers. I'm <laughs> like, oh, 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 you poor child. <laughs> <laughs> you sweet summer child. <laughs> Everybody's good at hammers. Okay. <laughs> And, and uh, yeah, I got Hulk with two hammers, and then he took Venom's hammer, and then he took Miles's hammer, and that's 
that's all she wrote. Oh boy. So. Oh God. <laughs> Immortal Hulk with hammers. Oh, you're yeah. you're a terrible human being. <laughs> I know. I I felt really bad. I did. <laughs> uh, all right. How are you doing today, Brandon? Tired. I'm very tired. I I'm I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Has it been a long week? Uh, no. They called me last night at like eleven thirty, and they were like, "We need you to be at work at like five thirty. So, I well, didn't get that's a lot of sleep. that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, I got home, and I got off right. It's not been bad, but like as soon as I got home, oh, sorry. As soon as I got home, my body was like, "Yeah, we need a rest, guys." So it like kind of crashed out on me a little bit. Okay, well, I'm glad you're joining us. That's good that you're joining us, and yeah, it, we'll, it, we'll try it, and my keep schedule, the energy up. Yeah, my schedule went from like twelve to nine to, uh. 530 to 4 so yuck i'm sorry yeah that's all all right well uh i guess let's get on with this episode uh have there been any games played recently you just heard about mine (laughs) yeah yeah, we we just heard about stevens i have not played any games in a while it's been rough for me. Uh, what about you, Brad? Did you get any games in yesterday? I played. Um, I played a game of Chatterpoint with Josh. How'd that go? Uh, great. Did you win? Uh, I did. That's irrelevant. It, it, it Shatterpoint is a game that the moment you realize how important force points are is the moment that you start winning. <laughs> he I also think. spent his force points a little too quickly. Yeah. He yeah. he uh, he realized he was doing that before he ran out of them though, Fred. Not after. Uh, uh I mean, I'm not surprised he's a uh, a more capable player than I. <laughs> but uh it was it was funny when I had the realization. I was like, "Oh, I have no force points, and I need to get Anakin into the fight." I yes, guess he d- does he, nothing. He made attacks with Anakin, so already he did better ahead than me. of the curve. Yeah, slightly better than Fred. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess this has just been a busy week for everybody. There's not a whole lot of games. We're all just trying to get through work i got a lot of painting done so that's good who'd you paint who's the person who you just who you are most close to finishing no i finished them last night i finished thor valkyrie and uh angela Ooh. okay some asgardians yep yep i'm trying to get caught up on my collection so who's next before i uh Next is Mysterio, Carnage, and Spider-Man from the Doc Ock and Spider-Man Rival set. And then I have it mapped out from there that it's going to be Amazing Spider-Man, Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales, uh, then Sam, Captain America, War Machine, and uh, Hulkbuster. Oh, wow. Okay. Then I got Cable, Domino, and Deadpool, and then 
Strucker, Arnold Zola, and Bob, and then uh, Sorcerer Supreme and Cleo. So, yeah, me, yeah, me too. That's the same strategy I want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> if I had the ability to paint like you do, Stephen, then I would certainly show it off. I would certainly paint. Fred, do you I know? I just do not have that ability. Fred, do you know why he has that ability? Because he paints. Because he's painted lots of stuff and practiced. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it too. Listen, I've. Hey, Fred, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. <laughs> listen, right. listen to Brad. Listen to Brad. But you well, think well, you think uh... my first models look like my models do now? No. I mean, I've seen your models now. It might be kind of close. Oh damn! <laughs> bow, bow, bow. I'm just kidding. My Doctor Voodoo is way better than my Captain America Steve Rogers. So, uh, both of my models in that capacity are at the exact same level of good. Okay, great lord. <laughs> yeah, neither neither of them have. They both look very, very neutral. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty solid. Except for my voodoo doesn't have the little skulls on his face. But he's right, yeah. Fred. The The best thing to do is just to start. And I started out with the measurement tools and the train. So, yeah, just to get it down. Well, uh... or Fred, hear me out. <laughs> let's let's move on, because I'm not going to be painting anytime soon. Uh I, I, I'm supposed to announce that on June the 17th, there is going to be a tournament at Lost Legion Games and Comics in South Charleston. So if you can, come on down. We're going to have some fun. I know that Steven will be, will likely be there, as will Brad and I. So we will... Wow. Wow. Uh, this well, is what Brandon's actually Frank? coming to. Yeah, oh, okay. like the okay. June one I'm confirmed for. Okay. I, I scheduled know. a flight back a day early from vacation to attend this event. Oh wow. Okay, then I'm sorry. I should have. I, I did not know that. That's right. You be sorry. <laughs> wow. But Brandon's such a wild card on his attendance. Um, that's awful fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Something came up, guys. I can't be there. <laughs> <laughs> normally, it's because I'm not needed. I'm normally an odd number, so I just show up and hang out. You're well, always needed, Brandon. You're always needed. I am just... not. I don't want people who travel to get a buy. That seems really unfun. Or to have to play against Criminal Syndicate, also unfun. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not like I don't stay for the duration. So That's true. I'd, I like to make sure I spend time with everyone. Yeah, but hopefully, uh, hopefully, some other people can show up to the tournament. I just gotta start showing up so Brad stops winning. Doesn't seem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that's it. But we've got a lot to talk about today. We have to talk about a bunch of cards. But before we do that, uh, Stephen, do you have a? segment for us today yes i do yes i do and it is again in honor of our uh esteemed 
guests that we're going to be evaluating today, Mr. Mbaku. Yeah. Curiously enough, not to spoil anything, but Mbaku has a fairly rare set of attacks. And these attacks both have something on them that you find in the game, but it's not notable. It doesn't happen all the time. And what I'm saying is um, his first attack has a displacement. It has a push. Um, and then also um, his uh, second attack, which costs power, actually has a throw on it. So can you guys guess how many characters in the game have at least two attacks that both have displacement on them. Oh, ooh. Okay. It's, it's not 11. that many. It's or I so, don't think it'll be many. Fuck so that eleven. Somebody like somebody like Rogue doesn't count, obviously, because she has a displacement on one of her attacks, even though she has two. So what if they have three attacks and they have displacement on two of them? That still counts. That eleven. Is... I'm going to stick with 11. 11 is Brandon's guess. I'm going to guess lower. I'm going to say 8. 8? It's always yeah. more than I think 20. 20. <laughs> ah, dude, I was going to go in uh, blazing flames with 27 until he finished it. I knew it wasn't, that wasn't right. So. Okay, so Brad with 20. And Fred, what was your number again, please? 8. 8 and 11. Yeah. Well, the actual number is 18. Okay, so closest without going over is Brandon. No. No, Brad, I want to... Yeah, I guess closest without going over is No, Brandon. no one yeah. does the stupid without going over rules. I win this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is looking Since like another one for me. Brandon, I think Brad's in charge of the recording, so... Maybe we give it to him to be Man, nice. No, he doesn't. Brad he is correct. Pay. We all love Brad. He hasn't paid his employees that. in a while, so we're not. So there, there are thirteen characters who actually have a push and a throw. So they have a push on one of their attacks, and they have a throw on their second attack. Uh, care to guess? Um, besides Mbaku, there are twelve more. So care to take a guess who these people are? Uh, Kingpin is one. Kingpin is correct. Is Thor one? Thor is not. I'm too tired. Fred? I, 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 I've already hit one. I'm... Jug... If we're going to guess all 18, all, all 12 of these, we're going to be here okay. for a while. Okay, alright. So let me go over the list, Okay. And I'm surprised because Fred, you run these people. Black Swan uh -huh. is one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Captain America is another. I haven't run Captain America in a while. Uh, that's Captain America, Steve Rogers. That is right. Right. Uh, Drax. Ooh, Brad's favorite model. Ghost Spider. Oh, okay. Hulk. No shock. Hulk there. Hulk Buster. Red Guardian. Red Skull, the original, Red Skull, Master of Hydra, Ronin, 
and Thanos. But that only has 13 characters. So there are five characters that have a little bit different things going on. Um, three of these characters have an advance, and then their second attack has a throw. Care to guess these characters? An advance. Like the uh, attack causes the enemy to advance? Yes. That's uh, normal. Arnhem's advances, bro. Well, it, no, no, it wouldn't no, be no. Arnhem. Not... No. Arnhem doesn't have a throw. Oh. Did we say Ronan? Actually, I'm not paying attention. Ronan was in the push throw. This is advanced throw. Okay. So, Brad, you should get one right away. Because it's a mutant. Mm-hmm. But probably a not recent... one that actually gets played. No, oh, is it Cassandra a... Nova? No. Oh. They get played a lot. Jeez, Brad, come on. Is it Beast? No. No. He doesn't have a push. This is uh. great. This is a Brad doesn't even know his own mutants. Okay. That's what we should do. We should just start quizzing Brad on his inability it... to know what mutants do. No, it's not Magneto. Is it Are... um, Emma Frost? Yes, it is Emma Frost. Yeah, because oh. she's got defenestration on her spender. She, Brad she's sucked. too new. Uh-huh. And then the other two are also mystic attackers. Care to take a guess on these? One's a five threat, one's a three threat. Five threat mystic attacker? Mm-hmm. Uh, Maw. Yes, Ebony Maw. Jesus. And who's three. the. Th- yeah, who's the three threat? Oh, God, I don't know. Threes are a lot easier of a list to. I remember. mentioned this in my painting segment. Clea. No. Oh, uh, Valkyrie. No. Valkyrie is not a mystic attacker, Fred. Come on. Oh, jeez. That you just oh. finished her? She has Guardian? No, no, no. They're on my painting table. Oh, you oh I mean, you said a models. lot of models on, I know, uh, that's in why, that sequence. That's, that, that's why I said that. <laughs> that's not All fair. Right. A mystic. Is it Clear? I already said. Oh. Uh, magic? Hold no. On. It's not magic. A missing attacker at three threat. It's a spider foe. Oh, Mysterio. Yes. God, I don't. They don't even acknowledge Mysterio as like a like existence half the time. There's one character in the game who actually has a push, and then a second push. Care to guess who this is? As a mutant, Brad. What the, do you say? Push and push. Push and yeah. push. This is a good mutant. No, but he comes in a box with a good mutant. Uh, the Cyclops. It's not no. Cyclops. Cyclops comes in a box with a good mutant. Gambit. No. Gossip comes in a box. I'm just thinking of. It's a three mutants. threat, and they are Brotherhood. Is it? Blob, it is Blob. Oh. Yeah. He pushes. He is on a good both. move. Yeah, what, what the fuck? Blob's great. He's good. <laughs> I the the bad three point model that comes with a good model is Gambit and Brotherhood. I don't. All right, and then the last character that we have has a throw and a throw off oh, their oh, attack. I, who has two throws? Uh, is it Hulk? Is it a mortal yes, Hulk? Yes, it's a mortal Hulk. I was yeah. going to say, Fred, if you don't get this one. 
Yeah, that one had that one was definitely a Hulk. Yeah. So, but these this makes these characters unique in that they can affect multiple people multiple times with throws or pushes or advances. So, um, I I would implore people to take a second look at these characters, especially some of the um, not so taken ones if you're looking for displacements in your list. To be fair, the majority of those characters are considered pretty good. Yeah, pretty high quality list there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there there are some that you know, maybe... Besides Bot Blob, who's apparently bad now. (laughs) I didn't catch that. I didn't didn't get that memo. (laughs) I see. Uh, So, there there we have it. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, so let us get started on some of the new tactics cards. We got a lot. We know a lot of tactics cards all of a sudden. Uh, and we're going to start with a... Uh, we're going to do these in alphabetical order there, Brad. Uh, we're going to start with one called Galaxy's Greatest. Uh, it is a Guardians of the Galaxy active card, tactics card, and up to four injured allied Guardians of the Galaxy characters may spend two power each to play this card. Characters that spend power gain the Big Dumb Hero token. Characters with a Big Dumb Hero token add one die to their attack and defense rolls. That is interesting. I don't... So here's here's my thought. I like this. I like that it's Big Dumb Heroes. You have to be injured to do it. And... Guardians is it get injured permanent? very easily, and it is it's permanent. permanent. Okay, so it does not say for until the end of the turn. It's just until the end of the game. But they're injured by this point, so this is going to be an, a later game card. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's actually pretty good. I think it's, it's pretty good now that. I'm, it's dicey. So, I like. It, Cool Can you imagine art. if Rocket Raccoon has an additional die on all of his hits? Well, Plus all their dice shenanigans that they get? This is... The more I think about it, the more I like this. The The problem being that this is Guardians of the Galaxy, which has a ton of great tactics cards already. So what? it's in competition with, like, We Are Groot and Deadly Duo and... Well, I'm going to push Groot back on, on, on the cost analysis. So let's say, let's say you're running typical guardians and you got six at 17 right let's just say that right or or five okay so what happens if you have two injured well wait you have to have all four injured okay so i mean it says uh, well you can still use this with two injured you you just only get it on those two characters right but i i I, i'm doing the cost analysis the fact that do you do that on just two characters or do you wait for the third one to get injured you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, I do. I see what you're saying. So it's a cost analysis, basically. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, th- uh, That's the kind of thing that I would either do way too soon and have it on two people and they both die, or I would do it way too late and never use it. Yeah. So, so, so this is definitely a timing card like um, Siege of Darkness. Yeah. When do you do that, right? You're right. So. Okay, uh... Brad, do you want to take the next one on the list? Uh, oh, actually, we're going to need to talk about this one a lot. Yeah. Do you want me to do it? I mean, I can read it. It's time travel, don't ask. Uh, it's unaffiliated, reactive. 
During the cleanup phase, after VPs have been scored, an allied Cosmic Ghost Rider that is not contesting an objective token may spend 5 power to play this card. Cosmic Ghost Rider may advance medium towards an objective token that you are not securing. If you would now secure the objective token, you immediately score 1 VP. Then, if Cosmic Ghost Rider has a Psychosis token, he may remove it. So this card doesn't work. It works. Right? Like this, I mean, it's, it is functional. It's, it, what, everything on this is a How mess, does, I think. Doesn't it work? Okay. I'm trying all to right. get I your, will, yeah, I came in the, when I joined the phone, the call, you guys were, you were also just kind of spinning around in circles it about doesn't, it. And it, I guess I'm it's not. It's not that it doesn't work, Fred. It doesn't work like everyone will want it to work. Right. Uh, so, all right. So let's imagine that he has a psychosis token. Can I uh, uh, can I talk about it and then you can go over what the mess that's going on in your head? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead and okay. talk about it. So like this card just allows you to continue playing Cosmic Ghost Rider regardless of how he has the um, token or not, right? No. So, like, you just continue... Yes. No, it does. Just let me finish, Brad. It, it lets you play him like he's not going to ever contest anything, and then it allows you to spend the power to move on to an objective. Except so the, uh, you can't secure it because you have the token. Right. Or, this card allows you to secure it. No, no it That's what it does. That's literally what it says. It, it does not say that. Uh, if you it would says, now secure the objective token, you immediately score one. If BP, you would now do he, it, which he can't do if he has the token, so either right. he doesn't have the token and you get the VP, or you do have the token and you remove your token. That's it. And then you that's maybe all the card does. Get the token right back. Then you probably get the token right back. Yeah. Like uh, although spending five, five power, spending five power does make it less likely. But you could still spike your roll and yep. still get the psychosis token. I mean, it it is a way to maybe get rid of the psychosis token and put you in the best possible place to possibly not get it on the next power phase. But I I I've, it definitely does not say that the psychosis token doesn't count during the cleanup phase, does it? It does not say that. So you, if you have a psychosis token. And it moves you to close enough to a a point that you could contest it. You don't contest it because you have a psychosis token. Yeah. And so you don't secure it because you don't contest it. I think this needs a reword. Like, they need to reword this. Or maybe there's something about the psychosis token, like, during... I'm going to... I'm going to read through his, his psychosis token rules. Uh, Brandon, why don't you read the next card in alphabetical order, which is Jabari Chieftain. Uh, Jabari Chieftain, it's a Wakanda-affiliated active card. During another allied Wakanda character's activation, M'Baku may spend four power to play this card. M'Baku advances towards the active allied character medium. The active allied character adds two dice to its attack rolls this activation. This seems fine. It's it's a lot of power, but it is all attacks in their activation. 
Yeah. Which it's, it's you, expensive. You can you can also combo this card with the Wakanda Forever. Yeah. You could. So you yes. can get three attacks. So you can get three attacks and Yeah. And Baku okay. would have to spend like a million power to continue, but it's four power for an out of activation move and gets ex- two extra dice potentially on multiple attacks, up to three attacks in the affiliation. Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it, is is that all of our thoughts on the Jabari Chieftain? I think so. Yeah. It, it could be a good play. It it's 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 okay. It's a pretty good like. It's not bad, but it'll. It well, doesn't like Brand- blow off the table. Like Brandon uh, said, do a Wakanda forever. Do it on um, Killmonger. Killmonger then goes into a usurp the throne and game over for whoever's out there. Right. Right. Yeah. That actually, you're that. right. That's probably the best place for this is on Killmonger. Use it w- during Killmonger's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading Cosmic Ghost Rider, it says pretty equivocally while this character has a psychosis token it cannot hold contest or interact with objective tokens and it has the objective the uh psychosis token while that card is doing its thing so well it doesn't have to fred right it 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 doesn't have to so you could play it without the psychosis token and get the extra vp yes and but then but if you play uh, yeah. it with the psychosis token, you do not get the VP. But you do remove your psychosis token, and maybe get it right back. Boy, what a weird card! It's it. it I mean, a new v, one VP is good. That is good effect. It's just, it's such a mess of a card. I expect so this card to get an FAQ. It, it will. So essentially, you can just play Ghost Rider how you would play him if he had a psychosis token. So you just play him how you normally play him. Right. Like, right. It's like someone it's like someone was trying to say that but kept getting interrupted, but like we can leave that alone. <laughs> All right. Uh Steven, uh do you want to read Servants of the Titan? Sure. Um this also, is a it's order. time travel don't ask is a picture of Cosmic Ghost Rider holding baby Thanos and that needed to be said. Oh really? <laughs> so Servants oh my God, of the he Titan is <laughs> which is a Black Order active card. During Cosmic Ghost Rider's activation, any number of allied Black Order characters may spend one to play this card. For each power spent to play this card, roll one die. For each crit, hit, wild, and blank result in blank in the result, Cosmic Ghost Rider deals one damage to an enemy character within three of him. For each stall, fail, and shield, in the result, Cosmic Ghost Rider suffers one damage and gains one power. This seems really good. How so? Because it does just, you can just do damage. Free damage is good. Yeah, but it, you can just do free damage to people. How many Black Order characters do you have on the field? Yeah, that's a good point. It might be like, but even if it's two... You're very likely to roll a success. So the most you it looks like the most you can play at one time would be five. That's a lot. Holy crap. How is it that many? <laughs> uh, at twenty points you can play Cosmic Ghost Rider, 
Corvus Glaive without the stone, Proxima, Supergiant, and um, okay. another four thread, either Black Swan Let's or Black be Gold. realistic, okay. though. You're not playing Corvus without the stone. Correct. I'm just saying, at like, at maximum, you can do that. So five is the most you can play. So I mean, cost, cost effectiveness again, Fred. You know, how many people are out there? So I, I, I think that to be fair, even with like three, you can assign three damage. Yeah, this is free damage without it. It's also no not like involved. one damage per character. Like you could just put if you got three, you could just put three damage on one enemy character. Yeah. It can if there are multiple enemies within range three, can you put one on one and two on another? Yep. Yeah. yeah. This is a. I think this card is really good. I think it's very strong. It's free damage for a very low entry of cost, yeah. especially yeah. in Black Order. Mm. I'm not convinced. Like I said, I don't think you'll have that many people on the field because nobody runs Corvus with his leadership. So, yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the next card. Uh, Boy, there are a lot of cards that we learned about. Uh, this one's called Spirit of Wakanda. This is a Wakanda card. It is active. Uh, a Wakanda character may spend two power to play this card. The character that played this card may immediately use one of the following effects. Uh, all other ca allied characters within range two of this character remove two damage from themselves. Or... All other allied characters within range two of this character may remove all special conditions from themselves, or all other allied characters within range two of this character gain two power. Oh boy, I think this card is is pretty great. Let me ask you, Brad. If yeah. you only got one of those results on one character, still worth playing? Wait, what? Like, you only you heal one character, or you only remove conditions from one character, or you only put uh, power on one character. Is it. Probably not. Probably not. Then you not. probably this should not something... play this card. Okay. Okay. You are because realistically. Pretty... Realistically, most of the time, you're only going to get one other character with this. Unless you happen to be on something like uh, Gamma. An E or a C. Yeah. Yeah. Even a C is more spread out than an E. Here's it. This will allow you to, like, the new Wakanda characters are going to allow you to play a majority Wakanda list, um, and you're going to keep this card in your 10 for specific scenarios. It's not a card you're going to take every single game. I've got a question. Uh, say you're on at the very beginning of the game, and you're going first. Could you take advanced R&D move one uh have the active player spend one to put a next uh, a power on someone else and then have that someone else spend two power to then put two power on everyone around them yes. like just deploy super close together yes, you could do that. and then just start with a crazy amount of power on everybody except for the person who cat who uses this card so you'd like have okoye uh, or or someone who does not need power, probably Shuri. not a Koye. Actually, honestly. Shuri, Shuri, yeah, Shuri, Shuri would know. be a good one to play it. Uh, and have them be right in the middle, within range two of everyone. 
and just give this power up everyone to. Uh, yeah, you could get two on four characters that way. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think you could get more the, than four. The issue is, is that you're you're doing you're using two of your very valuable um, slots for tactics cards in order to do this thing that gets you some power to start with. <laughs> and the scenarios are spread out enough that you may not want to start everyone that close. Right. Right. So yeah, this is. Uh, you guys are right that this is a tech thing that's not exactly. It, it looks a lot cooler than it is because of the range twos. It's it it is a very limited range effect. It just seems so useful. <laughs> no, All but right. that would get Killmonger his power enough to charge something, right? It it would yeah. it would indeed. All right, uh, and the last one uh, is one specifically for Claw, uh, and it is an attack. Let's uh, see. During Claw's activation, one. he may spin. Steven, what? Steven, do this Super one. Supersonic annihilation, annihilator. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, supersonic shred. Area five, energy, Area five. six dice, zero power. After each attack is resolved, if the attack dealt damage, the target character gains the stun special condition. Unaffiliated, active. During Claw's activation, he may spend five to play this card. Claw may use this attack shown above once this activation. So we already went over the attack. This is, ooh boy. This is, oh boy, this is something. This is something. You're correct. <laughs> this, like, uh, this is, this makes me think that Claw's um, ability to get out there by himself now be careful is really useful. Yeah, you're gonna hit a lot of your own people. Now, uh, to clarify some of the rules, if your friends are within, if you have allied characters within the area five. They suffer one damage. Right. Is that correct? Correct. And uh, and so since an attack was not made, okay, they would that... not suffer the stun special condition. Okay, you you saw the next part of my question. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Okay. This can be um, that'd be god this could awful. Be, this could be a game winner, right? Yeah. This is this could be either a game winner or do nothing. Like this is one of the this is, area five is gonna hit so much of the board. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It is. Um, I don't know if you stood in the center of the board. I mean, you would hit the D's at the like your home D and the opposite D, right? Because that's only four away. What about bees? I mean, I think I'm I'm trying to think of what's safe from this if you got to the middle. I think the biggest problem is is that you're going to put a damage on every character you probably control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is six dice energy, which is probably going to do more damage to a lot more enemies. I would save it until the other team is mostly injured. Yeah. Yeah, this and could then, be absolutely devastating. 
Yeah. And then just go to town. But, you know, cost analysis again. It costs five power, right? Um, who, who are you going to daze or KO on your team? You know, it's one of those things. You got to kind of think about it. I mean, it looks really, really good on paper. Um, and I would say... And I would say it's pretty good in situations, but there's there's a reason why area attacks are like the lowest thing in the game, uh, lowest attack type in the game for this is, for the ran- ranges. This is the largest area attack in the game, correct? Well, there Probably. is one one other, but you can't do it unless you're in a scenario. So, oh, like a a special scenario one, yeah, right. The power but... of the cosmos, where Thanos has all five gems or six right. gems. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. But uh this one like in a normal game, this is the biggest area attack in the game. Right. Do you know what the uh, largest far, area do you know what the largest area attack was until this one came along? Was it area what was it? Was it is there an area I don't think there's an area four, is there? No, there's an area three and there's an area three. One. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mr. Sinister. Weird for each, Weird. for each genetic token that he has, and it cost him six on that one. Uh, that's the area of effect. We talk about mutants entirely too much on this podcast. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> but all, but all other area attacks are area two or area one. Okay, yeah, because an area five is so ridiculously huge. It's mm-hmm. it's most of the battle, uh, most of where combat takes place. Yeah, yeah. Get caught in the middle, and if you got the right circumstances, it's going to be money. If oh, you have the wrong yeah. circumstance, you're going to be a sad panda. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, so those were the tactics cards that we got access to right now that we know about. Uh, how do you guys think they change our estimations of? Ca- I think the character that uh, I think Claw. This raises my my feelings on Claw. I think this attack is great. <laughs> I was pretty low on Claw, and this makes me feel like he's more bringable. Your opponent has to be aware of it, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think my opinion on any character has changed by this. Yeah. I think the one thing is, I do think the Servants of the Titan um, gives the... Corvus led Black Order a little bit more play with Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think. I think all these cards are fine and they'll have situational homes, but I don't think any of them are outstanding. None of them are really bad, though, which is good. These are good cards to add to the mix. Like, these are good, call, call, all playable cards, and none of which are, like, backbreaking. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's time travel. Don't ask. Needs rewritten. Absolutely needs rewritten. But uh, I, I really, who knows? Like, I really like the Jabari Chieftain to uh, up Killmonger's value. Yeah, that Killmonger will like this. That and that one mixed with uh, usurp the throne could be an easy two victory points. Yeah. Also, we have more Wakandans coming. Right, there's another Black Panther and Killmonger yeah. coming. So. 
this could also yeah. fit really well. Also, the art on all of these cards is very nice. Yeah, I did not realize that Baby Thanos was in It's Time Travel, Don't Ask. That's great. <laughs> He's having a great time. Well, maybe this art will inspire you to paint some of your models. <laughs> yeah, Fred, paint your models. You too, Brandon. <laughs> My models are painted, at least. I didn't do it. All right. Them, but All right. So, uh, is there anything else that we need to cover before we go over our guy for today? I don't think that there is. I guess I should read in Baku. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you're going to have a nice time today. All right. So, our guy today is M'Baku. Oh, no. Uh, otherwise known as M'Baku, his defenses are four physical, Hold two on, Fred, energy. Stop. I'm stopping. I just want to apologize to the people watching the video. I updated the card with the better card today, and um, I don't know what happened. I, it didn't take, so. Oh, it, it, it is legible. It, it is, is legible. but the, it should be a better version. I don't know what happened. Okay. Well, uh, it, it'll be fixed probably by the time that this episode comes out. Probably. Probably. We'll see. All right. All right. Uh, so, M'Baku, he is four, uh, four physical defense, two energy defense, and four mystic defense. Uh, he has seven stamina on his front and six on his back. He is threat four. He's size three, which is interesting. He's big. Uh, he is medium move. And... Uh... Brad, why don't you go over his attack suite? Okay, his first attack is physical. It's called Nub, Nub Carry. Uh, I assume. Anyway, range 3, 5 dice, 0 cost. Uh, gains power equal damage doubt. Has Pursuit. So before damage is dealt, it may advance towards the character short if you roll wild. Uh, crit Push. Before damage is dealt, push the target away short. No size restriction. What? How far am I supposed to go? Uh, do the next one. Physical attack, Wrath of the Jabari. Range 2, 8 dice, 4 cost. Before damage is dealt, if the target character is size 4 or less, the character may throw it medium. And a wild hit avalanche. After this attack is resolved, the character can advance short. It may then make a knob carry attack, targeting a different enemy character. All right. And uh, Brandon, why don't you just cover his affiliation bonus? Blessed by... You know what's really funny? I just want to put this out there. I'm pretty sure that uh, Fred's not reading any of this because he's afraid to butcher some of these names. <laughs> and you, like, have, he, you have nailed my thinking here. <laughs> he keeps he keeps 100% about to start, and then he's like, nope, not that one. Right? That's got a word I can't say, and he's like, someone else. So he gives it to the guy who hates reading. Anyway, it, It's pronounced uh, Wakanda. <laughs> Friend. Yeah, I was actually really <laughs> confused by the word in between by blessed and Greki. Um, by? I think it's by, but okay, okay. Um, 
Blessed by Greki. I don't know if that's correct either. Don't really care. Um, it's a Wakanda affiliation. Once per turn, when an allied character is contesting an objective token and would be pushed or placed by an enemy effect, you roll a die. If you get a shield, wild, or crit, the character is not pushed or placed. Additionally, once per turn, when an allied character makes an attack, if there are one or more wild results in the attack roll, it may change one die result to a hit. Do you All want right. me to read and the next one, or are you good? Uh, Steven, why don't you finish out the card? Okay. There's not a whole lot of actual reading. Right. We have an active superpower called Strength of the White Gorilla. This is why he's size 3, Fred. He's the white 8 in the comics, I believe. Is that uh, correct, Fred? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, it will cost you 2 power, and choose an interactive train feature of size 3 or less, and within 2, and throw it medium. This superpower can be used once per turn. And then we have an innate superpower called Chieftain of the Jabari. This character cannot be pushed or advanced by the special effects of physical or energy attacks from characters of size 3 or less. He also has another innate called Solid Frame. This character does not suffer damage from collisions with other characters. And his last innate is an immunity, and he is immune to stun. So that is M'Baku. Uh, who wants to talk about him first? I do uh, want to clarify that he can be pushed or advanced by enemy superpowers. Right. It does not specify superpowers. Uh, Steven, what what are your thoughts here on M'Baku? Okay. Well, I like that he has a movement trigger, so that gets him around very good on his basic attack. Also, the unrestricted push can't be underlooked um overlooked i should say um the size four throw is nice uh his uh follow-up the avalanche works very well with his um with his affiliation leadership um it's too bad yeah. his his uh throws train only but it's serviceable because he has so much displacement in his attacks um this and, chieftain of the Jabari. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say he's got a, a a throw that's before damage is dealt on his spender, mm -hmm. with it, which is size four thrown medium. Yeah, pretty that's, relevant. That's real good. <laughs> uh, the chieftain of the Jabari will be overlooked or done incorrectly all the time. I he, I can see it now. Yes, you're right. There's so many weasel words in this. Like, the, there's, it's uh, only for physical and energy attacks. It's not superpowers, and it's only for things that are size three or less. Yeah, exactly. It's just too much mumbo jumbo going on. Yeah, there's so. a lot of a lot of. I guess it's it would make her make him so he can't be affected by Shuri. He's really good in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, he's good in the mirror. All right. Um. He doesn't suffer from collisions with other characters, which is Kingpin's innate. So that's always good. Right? That's awesome. That is such an amazing ability. And that immunity is stun is just a, a little bit of a chef's kiss on this. I mean, so he's always going to build power correctly. So, yeah, I, I, it's a nice, it's a nice kit. Um, I'm not going to say it's good. 
or outstanding or bad. His leadership is a little lackluster. I think they took two leaderships and kind of chopped them in half and mashed them together. That's exactly yeah. what it, they did. Well, yeah. there's some there's some differences, and they're relevant differences. So um, it is the Winter Guards plus uh, uh, Modoc Two Electric Boogaloo's, but in this one, but worse, it's, uh, it's a little bit better than the Winter Guards than half of the Winter Guards one because this one specifies it cannot be pushed or placed, while the Winter Guard says it cannot be pushed. Okay. So there's a wow. slight difference. I don't think there's a whole lot of... I, there are abilities that let you place your opponent, but it's not nearly as frequent as pushes. Uh, and then this... Uh, his one that's kind of similar to Modoc 2's is only... This one only works on attacks, while mm -hmm. Modoc 2's works on both attacks and defense. Right, but I think that's made up because Wakanda has so many. Well, I mean, they they do have defensive cards in their tactics card suites, and you know, with Shuri, you can up your defenses by doing rerolls. Obviously, yeah. So, um, I, I, I I I gen I think this I think it's very good. I I think this is a a pretty solid affiliation. If I'm to be honest, well, um, I don't. Is, is this leadership better than Black Panthers? I think it's a good complement to Black Panthers. So yeah. you can you can see across the field what you're going to play against and that might inform your decision of which leadership that you're going to do. It's it's, it's two completely it different games. A lot less too. It costs a lot less power. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I do prefer. That's my biggest thing. I do not like when I have to spend power for my affiliation. Yeah. This. It, it doesn't feel like a bonus at that point. Right. But, yeah. you know, that kind of affiliation can 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 do things. Um, but, yeah, I like I like that his um, spender attack goes off of his um goes off of his second part of his leadership really really well so yeah and yeah and, i think and, and that's a killmonger attack there too right because killmonger gets that wild on his pierce and oh my gosh he goes to town yep so. yep this i i i think this is a very good affiliation <laughs> uh what are your thoughts brandon it's all right okay <laughs> no, I, I actually just I uh, walked away. I'm I'm coming back to uh, it now. Okay, uh, what are uh, your thoughts, Brad? Not walked away. I was looking at a different character. <laughs> okay, Brad, what are your thoughts? Uh, he seems fine. Like he's what another character I feel like is going to get played a lot in his faction and like basically never outside of it. Yeah, I don't think you splash this character. Yeah. I'm with Brad. I don't think you splash this character like at all. I I actually agree. I think that he's, but I think that he's very good in Wakanda. I think he's he he brings exactly what Wakanda wants in a in, in a follow up leader. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think he's good. I mean, he's got two good attacks. Um, the additional leadership 
is going to be worthwhile. He's got a really good throw, only costing two powers. Really, really, like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's medium. It throw both of his attacks throw medium instead of short, which is a nice benefit. Yeah, like he. It's like the chief to the Jabari got like chopped up so he could have solid frame, which I don't know why you just can't have both. Uh, but I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's like I think he's a like he's a is a good character. Uh, however, in a matchup against the person who comes in his box, he will lose one on one, and it won't be close. Oh, you're right. He absolutely. will get massacred. Absolutely, get absolutely massacred one on one versus Claw. Uh, even though there's a point difference, uh, it's not a it's not it's a fun little knotted thing that would be good. Yeah. You're correct. Can we also say that at, he has 13 stamina for a four threat, which is the same as like Venom? That's on the high end for stamina amount. Yeah, I, the stamina is. Yeah, I, that was one thing I wanted to talk about too. I really like the stamina. I mean, because you're going to be playing him with Shuri a lot, so you're going to have rerolls. Like, he's going to be decent sustainable i was kind of hoping he had damage reduction um i think that's something they really would have wanted and wakanda would have made sense but i guess the trade-off was solid frame well um, if you which, if you are there who are there more than three characters that have that ability it's pretty rare it's a pretty rare ability which i know of three solid frame the characters do not suffer damage from collisions with other characters well kingpin's one who's the other one rocket raccoon uh, Rocket Raccoon. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah, only three I know. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, but he's dexterous. Yeah. It pisses me off that Rocket doesn't suffer damage. Because I tell you right now, if I throw um, an Mbok, if I could throw a Rhino into a Raccoon, I'm telling you that Raccoon's taking some fucking damage. <laughs> all right? Like, he's not going to be all right after that. And I forget, every time I play a it's guardians i want to throw something into and i think it's just because it like you could throw a garbage can <laughs> but that's the whole thing rocket doesn't like... suffer collisions period kingpin yeah. and, and baku are different in that they don't suffer from characters being thrown into yeah right that's the only one I'd... yeah because like rocket would literally just die if he... to be fair though if kingpin couldn't suffer like collision damages period mm-hmm. um yeah well, let's just tack that on his card he's not that good Fun. Shut up. <laughs> well damage reduction i mean wakanda has that card and if you're running him with shuri she can she can um she can trigger it the um vibranium shielding would you rather have solid frame or damage reduction oh that's a good question damage reduction i think yeah, I think damage reduction because it happens every single time. I'd rather have damage reduction too, Steven. Would you rather have both? I would definitely rather have both, and that is uh, why I play what I play. We, I don't. We, we can't I don't. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the confusion is here. I know what I'm about. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just I don't. That was the one thing I was very expecting Mbaku to have was the damage reduction. Um, I, I solid frame checks out. Uh, I don't. It, cool. it feels like this card. It feels like to me that this card was very similar to Kingpin, very similar to Kingpin, because it. And then like they like scaled it back, like because he is very similar to Kingpin. 
He yeah. is. You're right. Except he doesn't have an auto stagger. <laughs> I'm talking about like the special pa- like superpowers because they each have a two power throw of size three or less that throws medium. Difference is Kingpin's throws characters. Right. And then they have they both have solid frame. I think that Kingpin's maybe a little too good. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa! We don't. <laughs> we don't. All right, Fred. We're gonna not have Fred on the podcast anymore. He's out. Um, <laughs> so instead of damage reduction, you got the chieftain of the Jabari. I guess is the difference, and I've that's that's very it's like, an unfortunate it's, swap. Yeah, it's not a great power. I guess I mean, you I get mean, it is the, useful the, in circumstances. You get the but... Jabari and the immunity to stun are really the differences. Well, because you uh, both have a spender that throws. I mean, they're they're really similar characters. Well, uh, let's go on to our letter grades here. Uh, here, I think that. Mm, who wants to go first? Me. Brad. No, not Fred, apparently. Solid. Well, I'm I'm gonna be higher than everyone. I think I have the feeling that I'm a, I'm. Go can ahead, I, Brad. Can I go? Solid in faction pick. Um, probably will get played a lot in faction. Um, B plus. Okay. Uh, what about you, Brandon? I want to know what you're gonna give him. Uh, I was gonna give him a B plus. I I thought that I was gonna be a higher than everyone because everyone seemed like a little bit down. I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading the situation. I'm giving him a B plus. For exactly any... the same reason that Brad did. I don't think any of us were really down on him. Well, fair. I uh, Maybe I'm feeling up on him, which is a, a nice change of pace compared to how yeah, I Yeah, you've been recently. a sassy little fucking sourpuss lately. I have been. <laughs> I've, had, I've had to bring the high grades, and that's not normal. <laughs> it's not the, the way we do things. So what are you giving him, Brandon? Uh, I'm going to go with a B-. minus. Okay, and what about you, Steven? I'm a B plus because I think he reignites Killmonger and Shuri. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. So we're pretty close together again. It's nice. It's they've nice got a really, they've got a really good like at 17. You can play Panther, Killmonger, Mbaku, Shuri, Okoye, which is a really good five, right? That is a really good five. I like that. I I am happy, and I know if we I bring, I feel like I bring it up. I am really happy that you can play. I want every affiliation to be able to play like uh, only affiliated models. Like I just want that to be like a thing that can happen on like a regular basis, and you can actually have different models to choose from. So I'm Winter, really happy. Winter Guard got crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Winter Guard's not a there. I. Oof. And the worst thing is, is, like, those models didn't really go over that well, I don't think, like, sales-wise. So I'm not sure we're going to get new ones. Well, I would say one of them did. Red, uh, Crimson Dynamo. Or Red Guardian. I yeah, mean, I, th- I think they're both good. I think Red Guardian's actually really solid. But I think the, you probably ran into the situation. I feel like, I don't know, I only know, like, two people who own those models. Yeah, you're right. Like I don't, I feel like they're just not, not a lot of people own them. 
mainly because of that you had to buy both boxes to get the two models that you probably wanted to potentially well, play another well they probably saw that and said oh we got to split these guys up <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's it's the same thing if you look at the original x-men release right like they there's basically one good model and one bad model in like every box in humans same thing yeah they 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 know what they're doing they're not dumb they're not dumb we're on to you all right well uh that's our take on mbaku uh let us know in the comments if you agree or disagree uh and brad do you have any comic book recommendations yeah. for this gentleman um before i get to those uh let me just thank um ravensguard and jonathan on the youtube for giving us some suggestions for upcoming episodes you're on the list now if you want to be on the list like ravensguard and jonathan then make a comment in the comment section on youtube and tell us who you'd like to see us do on the podcast i also have one little thing i want to throw in there I think it's really funny how well Claw works with M'Baku. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is Claw going to be Wakanda? Oh, I think he is. They I'm, I'm they said sure at one point that they are going to try not to do any more boxes where the characters don't share at least one affiliation. Yeah. They've also notoriously put villains in their affiliation when there's not a specific villain affiliation, if that makes sense. Well, like, yeah. Uh, I, Hela. Like, all the Asgardian enemies are also Asgardian. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Claw was. Well, I will Wakanda. point to Beta Ray Bill Ulick Box, which did not follow that premise. Yeah. They're they're kind of they're kind of both uh, criminal syndicate. Let's be real. <laughs> Were they not both but, Asgard? No, they weren't. Mm. Ulik is criminal syndicate and Cabal. Cabal. Yeah. Okay. Which is like the only box that didn't follow that in recent memory. Don't they? Don't isn't Ulik a bad guy in Beta Ray Bill's story? No, Thor's story. Yeah. Thor, yeah well, yeah. Yulix is just a weird ass character. Like, I, no one really even knew who he was before this came out. So, yeah, accurate. I barely knew who he was. And Brad's the most comic books literate of all. Uh, aside of us. from Steven, Steven's very literate in comic books too. No, I've got specific knowledge. Brad has broad knowledge. Right. I did learn of yeah, a I new mean, character the outside of them. A Marvel character Torpedo. I had never heard of. So Who's this? Torpedo. Torpedo. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Torpedo. Torpedo. He, so... he mostly shows up in a comic book they weren't allowed to reprint until they just announced that they got the deal back with Hasbro. Huh. So going back, the last by CP number that had didn't have two models in the same affiliation was Hood and Doctor Voodoo. Oh wow, that's pretty far back. Yeah, outside of obviously what we mentioned previously. All right. Um, well, um, okay. 
I'm getting us back on track here. Okay. Brad, <laughs> what are our comic book recommendations for uh, uh, M'Baku? Okay, here's the thing with M'Baku. The version of M'Baku that we got in this model does not exist in the comics. The comics version sucks. He is called yeah. the Man Ape. Oh, okay, that does suck. Yeah, he wears a white gorilla costume, and he's awful. He so is not a. He's a very un twenty twenty three character. Yes. In fact, yeah. they killed him off a while ago and introduced a separate Mbaku that's from space. Oh my gosh. So, okay. instead uh, the, of the reading MCU... Instead of reading oh, Mbaku comics, I want you to go watch the Black Panther movies if you like this character cuz he's great in that. Don't read the comics. Absolutely ace the actor for that role. Uh, uh, 100%. Absolutely. The only, the only reason to read the comics is if you like um, the superhero Tigra, because she fights him quite a bit. Mm. I That's a that's one we haven't got yet for MCP that I'm kind of surprised. Who, Tigra? Yeah. True. Yeah. I, an, she seems an, like she's... She'll be an A-Force. She seems like she's tailor made for MCP. Like it seems like such an MCP model, and we haven't got her yet. Yeah. Instead, we just get mutants over and over again. There are so many <laughs> mutants, though, Brandon. There are so many. I know, but I like rubbing you the wrong way. <laughs> well, Brandon, uh, do you have an affiliation that you want to put Mbaku in? I think you should play Claw in under Mbaku. I would like to make that parent change. Uh, I think that is a good place for Claw is under Mbaku. Mbaku um, is a weird one because he doesn't really do anything. Like he does displace and he can hit kind of hard. I actually, I I mean. I don't know if you guys would agree. I, I don't. I kind of like him in the Midnight Suns. I like the defense suite and the defensive tech, and I like the all the throws. Um, and I like the. I think the bump would help him. Is he on a medium sized base? That is. I don't a know the answer good to that question. I don't know. I thought he was on a menace. Ugh. Medium sized base but i could be wrong on that i don't remember i'm gonna look into it you keep talking he is Um, size three yeah i kind of i mean if he's on a medium base i kind of that was kind of the my initial thought was if you were gonna splash this character um he can kind of complement some of the characters that you know always play in the midnight suns pretty well and not cost more than four threat which is um good when you have an affiliation that has a really good five threat and a really good six plus threat um you don't really need those characters up top you're kind of looking in that like four to three two three four range for your splash characters um i find it you can play i find it unlikely that he is on a medium base looking at his picture 
I mean, small base still the bump. I think he'll he can benefit from the bump because he doesn't really have anything to spend his power on. Well, like um, out out of affiliation, he's not really spending his power much. So you'd be able to, you're using probably Wrath of the Jabari, Wrath of the Jabari every time like you get to that four power and being able to spend the two power for the throw multiple times like every activation is probably going to be useful. Yeah. Well, it's like when I use Craven in Midnight Suns, he's a small base and he's got a range three attack, so that attacks the midline pretty easily. Yeah. Because you go up, you bump, and then you attack with a range three attack. And then you can... See, I like him in that, that exact scenario because then you can move up, you're going to be on the middle point, and then if you get the push, you can also take a character off that point. Uh, so, little... Those are my... That was the first thing I thought of but I'm not sure this character sees a lot of splash play. This leadership is worth playing, so you can play. It's like where I didn't feel like Claw's leadership was really worth playing. Like, you can play in Baku's leadership yeah. rather easily. Yeah, I think that that's really what he's bringing is a, a second affiliation for Wakanda, and one that's worth bringing. It's like really it's awesome that well. we have a like six model affiliation that has a second leadership, but the defenders and their like nineteen models don't have a second leadership. <laughs> right, uh, uh, defenders that have a model that you literally can't take, or a force. A force is also minorly. A force is a weird one because we have like. Like, it would have to most likely be a duplicate model that comes out that would have a leadership. I think the next A-Force leadership we get will be a tactics card. It'll be Tigra. No. <laughs> probably not. Check that box. Probably not. Here's a fun... I'd... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to reiterate that, that I think I it's a about... tactics card. Now that we're talking about defenders, uh, I think that it would be interesting if they had a card that just allowed you to take both versions of Doctor Strange because that would be something that Doctor Strange would be able to do. No, right, you're more likely to, to get anymore. that. Fred is... Fred, you're more likely to get that in Web Warriors. <laughs> all the Peter Park. Yeah, series. true. All right. Well, uh, I uh, let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, so as was stated earlier, the, the actor who played M'Baku... Uh, his name is Winston Duke, and he did an outstanding job in the Black Panther movies. He's absolutely dripping with charisma. It, 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 he does a fantastic job of taking this character and turning him into something very good. Uh, he was in another movie recently, uh, and that was uh, one of Jordan Peele's movies, Us. He was the father in Us. Uh, it's probably the weakest of Jordan Peele's movies uh, in my opinion, but it's still a great watch, and I don't know if I've if I've uh, recommended the other two, Get Out and Nope, but all three of them are are very good movies. Y'all should watch all three of Jordan Peele's movies. Nope, definitely good movies. <laughs> I love all three of them. All right. Uh, if that's everything that we have to talk about, I'm just kidding. I'm keeps interrupting. Him. I'm doing it on purpose at this point. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we're done. <laughs> Everyone, uh, we'll we'll talk to you. Play with Mbaku. 
He's he's going to be good. He's going to be good for Wakanda. This is a good a good model to add to your Wakanda list. Uh, have fun out there. See ya. Guys, uh, uh, this is Fred just dropping in here real quick. Uh, next week, we're going to take a week off for summer vacation. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. Have a good one.